Welcome to Gensoku Radio Live, number 115 this evening. I am Lunar, along with DMJ here, and this is the show where we, uh, well, we're just gonna wing it, right, DMJ? That's the plan, I think, tonight? Yeah, we're just, we're just gonna ring it, wing it, I swear. It's, it's, it's one of those, like, it's, I would call this a relaxed fit episode if we were gonna put this in the last podcast on the left's terms it's a relaxed fit we put on a comfy pants relaxed fit i thought that was a reference to the thing i mentioned before we began this evening the thing i was working on yeah but there's also that yeah there's that too i was working on something we'll We'll talk about that yes uh (laughs) normally during these shows we have a you know we've we've come accustomed to having a document that we refer to something that guides us along our way and uh really kind of sets the tone for for what's going to happen during a show but you know dmj you you know this as well as i do because you were here back in those days there was a time when there was no document we would literally get in a skype call and we would just go Mm -hmm. and that was where and back then we had enough um, people where we can just bounce off each other and it was just constant constant nonsense the whole time the the document though at least gave us brought us back to toho mm-hmm. where back then we were just whatever we would get i think pokemon was brought up more times than ever we would get derailed and then it would just kind of i mean it would take until one of us realized that it got derailed for us to actually get back on track. Anyway. Which would take a long time. <laughs> it would. Sometimes. It it was very... It, it varied widely. Widely? Wildly. And then there were the Stage 5 shows, where that was actually kind of the point. Yeah, we just... Were, it was just a, a derail that never had <laughs> It was essentially the train went off the tracks and kept going. Like, mm-hmm. there was no stopping it. The coal just kept getting shoved in the furnace, and it just kept moving. Yep. So welcome, everyone, to another live show this evening, our 115th episode that we've done, that we're doing this evening. And as we've, of course, mentioned, the theme is winging it. We're going to have some staple topics to talk about, obviously. We're still going to cover some Steam stuff. I run this thing, so we're going to talk about station news, because that always stays in my noggin, so, you know, hard to not talk about that if you're me but uh, everything else who knows maybe we'll have some wacky news something unexpected me i don't know maybe a guest will pop up or something who knows uh well only time will tell during this live show so if you're here listening right now you are probably on our website at consocuradio.net otherwise you're i don't know maybe using our mobile app or listening on TuneIn or wherever else Actually, that's kind of I'm kind of curious about that. Where else are people listening right now if not on the website or our mobile app or TuneIn? Cuz those are probably I don't know, unofficially the top 3 places that I can think of uh, for that kind of thing. And if you aren't already, you can join us in our partner Discord server at discord.gg/gensokyo. That is discord.gg/genosokyo. <laughs> Geo. <laughs> I, I find it, it reminds me of back in the day when people would sit there and they would you would have like not names in the phone numbers mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people remember this but like when you would call a 1-800 number or something and you're on TV and it would say like call 1-800 like I don't know uh, get get credit or whatever and they would then they would first say how to spell it 
and then they would say the numbers required to dial on a phone in order to to call the number and then you would they would spell it back out again like nine or ten times before the end of the commercial yeah i don't know why that reminded me of that well you know the obviously folks will know that we once upon a time had the vanity url gr on discord and that was up until this january where we decided to change it because of uh, a few reasons, right? One of them was just it was so easily guessable that a lot of times we would have folks coming into our server who had no idea what Ginsoki Radio was, what Toho was at all. It, oddly, we would have a lot of folks that were coming from like the Middle East. Uh, if I, I don't, I don't really recommend doing this. But if you do, uh, what I'm about to say, if you enter in just like two random letters. For the vanity URL or for the invite link, I guess you'd call it. Um, a lot of those servers are, they, they look like superficially, obviously I don't really know, but uh, they look like they're servers that are run by Middle Eastern communities. And I have no idea why that's uh, the way it is, but yeah. So every now and then we get folks that, you know, someone would come in and like, they obviously have like the, like the, 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 the headdress that you'd find a lot of like men wearing in the Middle East as their avatar and I was like oh, cool but do you know what Toho is if you don't this is probably not where you want to be <laughs> so uh, so we had to you know that that was one of the things and, th- and then of course we just have a lot of folks because it was so easily guessable uh, that you would you needed a way to like call a lot of that to avoid having it affect the rest of your community uh, and therefore, you have, you know, a Mikobot is a thing, uh, giving people sort of a standard three, you know, set of qu- three questions, and they go through a process and all that stuff. It used to be manual, now I've got a bot to do it, so, you know, it makes it easier for me and the mod team and stuff, so, yeah. But, uh, speaking of people, we've got, uh, wait, was I speaking? I don't know what I was talking about. Zara, hello, welcome. Zara. <laughs> You are muted, but uh, that's that's okay. No, you're not. Are you there? And you, would would you like oh, to uh, would you like to do a good old fashioned live show with hardly a script in sight? I, I've always done this scriptless. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> have you ever once opened the document? Occasionally, okay, documents after the show ended. <laughs> after the show. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, oh, it's just like, oh, that's what the show is about. Oh, okay, that's the guest name. It just, okay. it all makes sense now. I, <laughs> the path is clear. This is what we must do. So, yeah, of course, we are a radio station. This is a live show, and so aside from bouncing around, whatever we're going to talk about tonight, stick around to find out. I guess not even we know. Ooh, uh, Abra, we, no script. We do this live. We've got some. Yeah, this is- We've got some new music on the way here. Uh, stuff from Pizia Cell, Shibion Records, and Sync Arts. Uh, yes, I said Shibion Records, believe it or not. We, uh, I'm, I'm sitting on the majority of the Bossa Nova albums, and up to this point, we've only had one, two, and nine on the station. But um, tonight we'll be hearing from seven and eight. And I think as time goes on, I'll just reach over to my pile of albums and grab six through three and they'll eventually end up over here somewhere so yeah so. Uh, there are a couple of other circles that are brand new uh one is quintet the other is Arnote or arunoto 
and uh, that last one might be something that was... It seems familiar to me, because I'm pretty sure we have albums sitting around from them. We have for a while, but otherwise, uh, Quintet is an interesting one, because it is... How do I even... It's... It reminds me a lot of a combination of Alistair Mary Records and something that does rock maybe PZSL? I don't really know. Uh, but it is interesting, and we're going to be listening to at least a couple things from them tonight, so stick around for that. No script ad-blocked. Mingo. You know, I probably have It Begins That MP3 somewhere. Uh, oh, man. That dude. would there we go. blast from blast the past. From the past. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll find that tonight. Who knows? Uh, we will see. But until then, uh, I guess we'll kick it over to a couple songs here. So first one here, something from PZSL. After that, we'll go ahead and grab something from uh, Mahotoa, something from the album Monkey Diner, and the title, the song is the same name. Uh, that one's pretty fun sounding. So we'll play those. We'll come back here in a little bit on Gensoki Radio. Life number 115.
All right, one of you memers had the brilliant idea of playing It Begins before we do anything else tonight, so I gotta go find that. Actually, I've already found it. We're you know, back here on Gensoki Radio Live, number 115, of course. And, uh, yeah, let's go say hi to a certain sound clip that's been around for some time here. Go ahead and pause this, see how this works. I haven't heard this in ages, and neither of, uh, of many of our listeners out there. Let's go ahead and cue uh, this up. See if I can get you guys to hear this as well. It begins. It begins. (laughs) 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 (la
there was a good chunk of time where I had a stream deck just like sitting around and didn't really use it much. As I'm glancing over to it on my desk right now, um, I have the like original size, so it's like a three tall by five wide uh, mm-hmm. kind of setup. And 14 of the 15 buttons are occupied for just the uh, like the Twitch stuff. So it's see, it's a really good size for that, actually. See, you could see if you were to see mine, mine is a two by three. Mm-hmm. So it is. Uh, it's crowded. Yeah, it's, I got a lot of things. I got all my profiles for my key, my key switches on here. I have actually one of the probably the coolest thing, and I recommend anybody out there that currently has a stream deck, go ahead, set this up on the stream deck um, little uh, store thingy. They actually have a plug in for hardware info so you can get live output straight to your stream deck of like your GPU temps, your CPU temps. Mm -hmm. You can look at your voltages. You could watch like how your web speeds are going in through in and out of your PC, both Wi-Fi and Ethernet. So like I can right now watching my internet, which uh why is that that hi? Hold up. Something's going on in my internet. Hold up. Oh yeah something's using up a lot of my network. Oh of course it's a Windows update. Mm. So So, yeah, it's uh in action right there. Yeah, it's actually really nice, but what's really cool about it is you can go in and you can see like what your GPU voltage is and you can it's really good if you are overclocking and you're trying to get the voltages dialed in just right. Mm-hmm. Um, because then it also allows you because it's with a pro, only come works with a pro version of hardware info, you can then set it so that when your PC crashes it makes a log. Mm-hmm. Which is really good to have. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I get. I, I I understand Windows Update leaving Windows Update on is awful, but I mean I have Windows 10, which is way better than Windows 11 when it comes to this stuff. Is that so? I, I have. Yeah, Windows I've... 11 is. Hmm. It's like an update a week now. There. Yeah, it's that's too bad. I mean, it it's also newer, so. Eh. It's got more problems though. Like, yeah. Jeez. It's got a lot of issues, especially still with AMD chips. Apparently they're still having issues. Still? Jeez. Wow. Yeah, like it's still not hundred percent. And then what's worse is like I think with the new 3D version of the chips, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't like it. I see. It just it just doesn't like it. See, here's here's my fear transitioning to Windows eleven. Uh, there are a lot of settings, in particular sound-related settings, that I know still work on Windows 10, but they're also like the same control panel type. Th- like it's it's stuff that's hidden behind. It's it's not the stuff that gets presented in front of you in sort of like the Metro-style menus, but you have to like find the link off on the sidebar somewhere to adjust things like the loudness of speakers as well as microphone settings and stuff and and if i don't have easy access to that stuff i will go mad i I, this can't work basically there's probably still a way to to hopefully do that stuff but it's just going to get more and more difficult as microsoft decides to try to push that in some corner someplace yeah um just not i'm just i don't think i'm gonna upgrade to windows 11 anytime soon upgrade to windows 11 is actually going to be steam os eventually mm-hmm. so far everything i'm seeing like no joke 
Like, see, once they release Steam OS 3, dude, like, that might be the way I, I, I go. Because, I mean, all my games work on there, or at least a good majority of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Proton support is, like, literally a click away from most devs. And then, I mean, it's Linux, so you can customize it however you want. So you can make those things, like, super easy for you. Mm-hmm. And also, you can host stuff straight from your pc no problem like minecraft servers and stuff like that yeah since basically when you go to rent a server you're just renting a linux device yeah uh this is only half my list though and this is just on a post-it note by the way so you know obviously the the actual list is uh many of these but so set up stream deck uh ship orders so yeah, order fulfillment is something I do as well. When folks order stuff from a store, I either need to pack it up and drive it over in my car to a post office, uh, or uh, these days it's sort of a hybrid kind of thing where I will do either that or uh, we have a another provider that is able to do some of the fulfillment. I just need to say, this is the order, this is the thing, the color, the size, the design, all that stuff. And then I hit the go button and it, it happens. Um, so that's, um, you know, honestly how a lot of the sort of store restocking stuff has been getting done. And combine that with the, the fact that I'm just, I've, I've found that I want more time and, and this, what was it? Putting together even just a couple of orders uh, because it's, it's going into a bin, finding the right colors and sizes of the thing, making sure they're in stock, of course, printing out a packing slip, putting it in the thing, um, putting the stuff together, grabbing extras like stickers, handouts, things like that, um, putting them all there, and and of course, uh, weighing it and printing out a label and making sure that everything is correct. This Look, two orders is a really simple example. I've done this for like a dozen at a time, and that can get a little daunting, making sure everything is kept in the right place and whatnot. Uh, and then, of course, on top of all of that, I have to drive to the post office, which um, this is America, so nothing is close by. I can't walk there. I can't ride my bike there, even if I wanted to, uh, because there's no path to use to do that. Um, so I have to hop in my car and drive however many miles over to the post office to drop it off and then come back. And that drive alone takes close to half an hour. Uh, all said and done so like you know by the time i'm done with even just a couple orders i've spent an hour and a half doing order fulfillment for that for that kind of thing so that's why i'm sort of offloading some of that work to to another provider because it is a lot easier on me it doesn't ultimately make quite as much but you know there's there's not as much margin as if we do a whole stack of pre-orders and stuff but the benefit to people, of course, is that stuff is more available or available more immediately. It's not dependent on me having something specific in stock. And um, that's also why the Remu shirts are now back in stock. Um, boom. A segue right there. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> segue. Capitalism ho. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, you can now find what was formerly the Cardinal Remu t-shirts um, up on our store, they are now the red and white remove shirts because the color of the the shirt itself, the cloth, the material that it is printed on, is a different shade of red. That is simply because it's a different uh, brand of shirt that it gets printed on, and they just don't have the color or a color that's comparable to what we had before. Um, I will probably 
keep my eye out to see if they have, you know, if over time maybe they their stock sort of fluctuates every every now and then. So sometimes they'll get new things in, they'll try new things, different colors, all that stuff. Um, so like it's it's fluid in that way. So if they get that color back for that type of shirt, uh, then I will probably update it and probably have both available. Because who knows, maybe people will like this shade of red more than the other or vice versa. I don't really know. So, And of course, red and white for Remu is already sort of a thing. So that at least makes a lot of sense in that way. So, yeah. Uh, so once the orders are shipped, uh, I work on, hmm, can't say that on here because it's related to the April project, which I don't want to talk about right now. Let's just push that yeah. under the rug. <laughs> um, yeah, I was about to be like, uh-oh, don't say the thing. Uh, we get to update the terms. That's something I've worked on in the background. Uh, related all the way back to the uh, Gensokyo Radio first party developed music bot for discord um we had i've worked on updating the terms and stuff for that uh but it's it's for the website itself you have to kind of work back to the foundational level here's our terms here's how we handle certain things and then you kind of build on top of that and eventually hopefully we'll get a Gensoki radio bot on discord once again as there as there was you know there was a pretty decent testing period for it at least on our server uh it was publicly available for about a week and then when we went to go hit the please verify our bot button discord said no um so yeah it's um i think just a matter of making sure that the right information is available the right processes are uh very easy to find and they're very well defined so yeah uh, so that's the thing um still i guess i partially done i just haven't come back to it and then the other thing is is dtg for the store which i already kind of explained is just part of the process of getting things back in stock it was one of the things that we talked about um towards the end of last year making things more available uh, more of the time so that's that what you got dmj i'm just i'm just currently watching my task manager uh lose its mind i don't know what's going on here um, delivery more. optimization is saying that it's like using a good chunk of my network, but I go into Windows Update and it's all done. So I don't know what my computer's doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching my bar on Discord drop slowly down into the low. So, whoa. Have you, uh, have you <laughs> experienced the, uh, the DMJ branded Easter? Yes, I have. Um, I was talking about somebody said in chat said the April project sounds wonderfully wonderfully ominous and I was saying like we just get taken over by bunnies it's like a less hellish version of Animal Crossing during Easter <laughs> if only it were that like, easy have you seen have you seen how absolutely horrifying some of the stuff is like your entire island gets take over, taken over by eggs like all of your drops are just nothing but eggs and then you have this bunny that shows up and I'm 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 not kidding you he is he is like he acts all happy until you look away and you physically watch him like start falling into a deep depression oh, and boy. he's just and he's just like it's crazy to watch like he's like he tells you never to look behind him don't look behind me like he tells you he threatens you like i don't know what's up with that bunny in animal crossing that shows up but i don't like him i don't like the look of him I'm looking for other post-it notes. I know I I know where to find more of them. 
<laughs> I know my my post-it notes to me at this point are just leaving CDs on my desk. Now I got moved since I got my brand new chair, I can move my my mouse off my desk onto my chair. And yeah, I now have the albums I need to go through on here. But the problem is I got too many digital albums that I need to go through. Yeah. That's that's where it gets difficult. See, I <laughs> Uh, what was it? Just just last night, I was looking for because I was pretty sure that we already had uh, Toho Bossa Nova Eight somewhere. Um, I can't remember if Zara plugged it into one of the past clouds or something. Um, and <laughs> every version of the cloud up to this point has, at some point, experienced some sort of like sudden "oh, I guess it's not available anymore" event. Uh, whereas the one that's up right now is actually running on a dedicated machine, and it's been up for. A relatively long time at this point, so uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a good system. But uh, because of that, I have some folders that have like past uh, pending folders of things that like DMJ and Zara and Nano have have submit, and um, some of them have albums that have been in pending for a very long time. Uh, I <laughs> so I, I going through and consolidating those. Like first of all, I need to know they exist. Like, I need to know we have albums that we haven't yet gone through, uh, ingested, because, like, I looked it up, I found an album that's been impending for, like, a couple of years, and it's not on the station. One of you submit it, but it was never, like, it, something happened, because, like, is what happened with the older clouds, they just sort of, it, it rained, basically, and then the cloud went away, so. <laughs> uh... Speaking of speaking of like, digital albums, I actually kind of want to talk about because this happened like months ago. I wanted to kind of bring it up on here. Can you please say that again? What was that about digital albums? Speaking of digital albums, yep. I kind of wanted to talk about something that happened like a couple of months ago, and I never think I don't think we ever talked about it, but it's kind of like a little bit important. Hmm. Um, Epic Games buying Bandcamp for whatever reason. What the heck? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that, that's a thing. It's a thing. So, like, uh, I, I don't have a lot of notes in here because this is supposed to be a wing it thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, from my understanding, Epic Games bought Bandcamp because they no longer want to... They, they, they don't want to compete directly with Steam, even though they probably are. They want to be more of, like, a general all-encompassing platform quote-unquote mm-hmm. because they also because remember they also license unreal engine to movie uh producers so they also have you know assets on their store and stuff like that but like i find it really interesting that they're now getting into Bandcamp, specifically Bandcamp, which is like a pay-as-you-go which is like i really hope it doesn't mess with the service because they have like Bandcamp's only takes like a two percent cut off top of every album, like that's insane compared to like Spotify or Apple Music or even Google Play or I guess Google Play Music, not YouTube Music. They like take such a small cut off the top, so a lot of these like artists could actually like make money off their work. And I find it kind of weird. And like the reason why I bring it up on here is because there's a lot of Toho works on Bandcamp that are affected by this even though like i don't see any negative down effects like side effects so far but then again i don't know what epic games end goal is hmm i i find it weird i couldn't 
I, I don't even know where to where to begin there because I, first of all, know very little about Epic Games, relatively speaking. Like I know it's a platform, I know it's out there. I know there's been stuff over the years related to it, but I have never downloaded or used Epic Games for anything. So, like, I'm looking at it. Like, I, I maybe it might be some sort of like cool thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe they might roll it in with the store. Really hope they. I really hope they don't because I really like how Bandcamp is set up like outside of Epic Games. It's actually their app is top notch. Mm. If you haven't used it, sure. I really like how it separates like your feed from your collections from the artists that you follow. It's really nice. But like I'm reading through a lot of this stuff and it seems like it might be maybe Epic Games way to take an attack at, at Apple maybe like oh okay so you're encroaching like I would guess Tim Sweetie's sitting there and he's just oh. like hey so you guys are keeping me away from Fortnite we'll keep you away from your music that's and we'll make a platform a really, that's a really weird but also kind of logical way of looking at it <laughs> That's how I'm seeing it. I, mm. I I personally believe it's just Epic Games wanting to now step on the toes of Apple after they already stepped on the toes of Steam and tried to be disruptive with Apple's um, kind of end goal. But like at the same time, this was before the new regulations that were coming out in the EU that everybody's voting on, where it's kind of going to force inter- intercommunication of all apps. So like whatsapp will have to communicate with samsung messenger will have to communicate with uh uh iMessage or whatever and everybody has to work seamlessly within each other there's no locking people out of whatever it's weird but that's a thing and it would also there's all there was a whole way in show about this minus tech tip stuff mm-hmm. but there was a whole Wayne show about it where they actually break down everything and everything seems like it's awesome like like forcing iPhones to be repairable by third parties and the user forcing like that is amazing if that passes because then it would that would be a thing for everybody like forcing uh, uh, like that's a certain whole, standards to be part that's a whole discussion on its own I don't even know if we have yeah, time but- in, in a single show for that but <laughs> No, we don't. <laughs> that would that would be like that would be like a Patreon exclusive, and then they would go look. And it's a five-hour discussion that that's unedited, and it's just like everything is necessary. Yeah. Like it's, oof, it's crazy. But in the same time, like I'm thinking, you know, okay, so if Bandcamp gets integrated with Epic Game Store, will they still allow me to download the albums as many times as I want, as long as I purchase it? Because that's not a given like i can only download my music uh like albums off youtube music or google play back in the day like only tw- three times like once it's after three times i gotta repurchase yeah. the album google play music i had a limit i think the the number i saw was two so i was really careful about uh, getting the albums that i bought digitally once you know like when i could anyway some of some of the albums were either really difficult to find or just not available like pretty much anywhere um so like there are some albums that i really want to have physically now because i can't like i just have a folder with files in them like i've i've got it, it's frustrating I've, I've i've said this before but you know the well, hold on what in the world i don't know what is this instrument 
I don't know. <laughs> okay. What is that? Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like something that, for, for some reason, my brain went like, you are playing Astroneer. That is an Astroneer sound. <laughs> yeah, it definitely remind, reminds me of Astroneer. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Uh, before, yeah, well, let me get my train of thought back by uh, playing some Shibi on records here. We've got a song from an album we haven't heard before on the station anyway. Of course, it's been out for some time. Solitary Girl. After that, something from Genso Storage. So we'll get started here and be back in just a little bit. Genso Curity Live number 115. Yeah. 
Soki Radio Live number 115 this evening with Lunar Spotlight, DMJ, and Zara. Hello. It's a, it's a hello. Yeah, that is a hello to everyone out there. Uh, we are still here. It is almost the halfway point. Not quite. We'll get there, obviously. Just, uh, you know, give it about five minutes or something like that. Yeah, don't don't panic. Please don't. Don't riot. Do not, Please don't riot. Do not attempt to adjust your dial system button setup stream deck wait don't, don't don't pull that slider yeah don't don't adjust that slider don't whiz that bang <laughs> don't don't wibble that wobble don't bop it yeah <laughs> yeah anyway. i'm just imagining now somebody trying to get kinsokyo radio running on a bop it. on a bop it exactly yeah it's too do you guys remember bots? you nobody remembers boppets anymore. hold on boppets were like a toy boppets so okay yeah when i was a kid i didn't have one i don't like i don't think i had one but i think my neighbors did and my, my neighbors had three kids that were roughly my age so that's who i played with a lot of the time during my childhood and um so they had i think a boppet and at some point they got a boppet extreme so Boppets. Oh yeah, Boppet Extreme where is like instead of just like being the stick with the the button, it was like the button with like six handles it, on it. It looked like a steering wheel kind of. Yeah, it looked like an F1 steering wheel. So yeah, your Boppet had uh like the original had three functions. You could bop it, which was just a button, twist it, which was like this yellow triangle thing on the end, and pull it, which was this blue slider. Um No, there was flick it too. Flick it. I thought there was Flick It. There, or was that on That, that might have been on Extreme, because I, I actually don't remember what Extreme had, but it had a, at least two other things that you could do. So, And it had a gyro in it. It had a gyro, so you could shake it. Shake it. That's that's fun. Yeah, so it would say it's, shake it, and yeah, then you would roughly have to shake this, it. Roughly the size of a tambourine, so yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's that's a dark comic. <laughs> oh. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, that is dark. But yeah, Boppets were the jam. Boppets were like the jam, but I, somebody also said like, "Who told you my computer's entirely controlled by dials?" And now I'm imagining somebody also trying to get get Soki Radio to work, and they're just running through Discord, all of their stuff, and they're like, they're running Discord, and they're putting in punch cards to put in what they want into the chat. It's a uh, it's a mechanical computer that somehow is oh. able. It's somehow capable of producing sound at the same time. It's it's almost like that. It's almost like those videos where you see people take old, like, floppy disk drives and make some wacky music with them, with, like, eight of them or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yo, hey, <laughs> the person who's running their Gitsokia radio on the Antikythera mechanism. <laughs> Let's turn that up. <laughs> you guys ever heard of that? 
I haven't. Kithirum, that's what, oh, go! It's like this super ancient, really precise, like computer that was made like during the Greek era. It wasn't mm. even a computer; it was like a mechanical device that really accurately uh, gave out like days, months, like an atlas. It did like, or not an atlas, but like a, an almanac with like like sun position, moon position, planetary rotations. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, and if you look at it, everybody calls it the, like the first ever computer because it's like it was pretty awesome. Wow. But yeah, that sounds cool. I have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. The, you'll the, probably talk about if you're like into, if you're like into history, that is probably like the coolest little thing ever. And they they found is the gears for it. Oh, there it is. It's uh, straight out of Valve. Yeah, that's Valve's next one. Actually, you know what? That's a Bopit Extreme right there. Just like. (laughs) That's a Bopit Extreme. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this ancient device. This ancient device that was used to to hold up, like, like, all of the science back in the day. That's just a (laughs) Bopit to us. I mean, it only has one function twisted, right? Because it's something you would turn. (laughs) But. Like, like the 3D, the, the renders I've seen of this thing, like running, like people have figured out how possibly this thing could have worked, and the amount of gears it would have taken for this thing to run. This thing would have been the size of like, I don't know, probably my computer, just to, in order to show like the proper planet positions years in the future, whatever. I think it'd be larger than that. Probably, depending on. Well, it also also depends on the. On the on the gear size, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you think back the to and stuff like, like that, even even just like vacuum tube computers where they occupied entire rooms, I feel like this would be like I don't know half a football field in today's uh, measurements. It's like what I was talking about before the show, when I was talking about like Coca-Cola freestyle machines having like their own room oh, in yeah. order to like have all of the sodas See, for the, the small little front that it has unbeknownst to our audience we've gone full circle on a conversation that started before the show even began tonight we were talking about <laughs> yes. the the because uh, you said something about fountain drinks or something how did that start yeah it was uh, it was it was that uh i'm trying to remember it was like uh um oh Gaming chairs are the biggest scam in all of human history, mm. right up next to fountain drink prices. Okay, at yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly how that <laughs> went. That's how that went. That was what I really wanted I mean, to talk like, about today. Because, like, who pays $8 for, a, like, a small Coke? Excuse me, $8? Like, yeah, there's some places. Where are you going? For, for the record, where are you going? California? He said seven earlier. Well, it was seven or eight dollars, depending on where you are. I definitely know that, um, according to Joshua Weissman, are you in like California the, right the now? And you just failed to tell us. No, but I know <laughs> a lot about California food pricing right now because of Joshua Weissman, and that is that a Dodger dog, a hot dog, unadorned with nothing, it's just a hot dog and bread at the Dodger Stadium is eight dollars, and that is, I swear, highway robbery. Three like. If I were to go to a Louisville Mats game, $3 for a hot dog. We interrupt this moment with Hot, hot Dog DMJ to bring you countries and listeners. So right now we've got... <laughs> Ma, say my name! 
Listeners from Canada, the Czech Republic, France, Germany, Japan, Macau, the Netherlands, Peru, Russia, South Africa, Thailand, the UK, and the US. And we've got some folks who are listening. I honestly, you, you guys need to do the thing so I have more names to try to hobble over. But right now we've got uh, out of the folks that have done the thing. Uh, obviously, many more people listening this evening. But Astrax, Bread Sniffer, Can't Find Remote, uh, Chinoki346, Chris1, Flat Bartender, Kazakhan Sasser, Kurunai, That One Otaku Zero, Wanamingo, Wanamingoi, and Wooman. Wanamingoi. It's Wanamingo, but with an I at the end. <laughs> it's Wanamingo. Alternate account. That's the other thing. So, wasn't it that, like, uh, now you on, uh, you can, like, mul- like move between, uh, like, different alt accounts? And now I'm starting to think Wanamingo is actually Wanamingo, and they don't want to, like, say that it is them. That's for Discord, not. Yeah, what was. Yeah, it? I know. But, like, I can imagine somebody making an account just for that on the website so they can hear their name multiple times i i don't want to mingo is one of our probably long time listeners at this point i don't think that's something that yeah. they would do somehow yeah, but I but at the same but i was just i was just saying like so clearly he's actually doing it yeah actually you know what it's a doppelganger want to mingo run <laughs> want to mingo run run dark matter clone. don't look at it Dark matter. Don't clone. look at it. It's gonna. You're gonna die. It's uh. It's med- <laughs> your alter ego's Medusa. Do not look. <laughs> that's that's what you need to think in order to not look. Uh should we do? Should we do these like couple fan games we have on? Yeah, we've got our list of Steam games. Uh, of course, uh, in the spirit of winging it, we would love to do that, but we're so used to doing it this way at this point that, at the very least, Steam gets its own little section here. So let's uh try to figure out what came out this past month why don't we start with this one actually on the bottom here the one that uh actually matters that we kind of need to get out to people okay oh the the Uh, very the very bottom very bottom okay yeah 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 Uh, interesting news coming from a post on reddit Uh, dmj spotted this one so i'll let you take the lead Uh oh so toho 9 coming to steam people uh, if you guys are excited to see, um, <clears throat> sorry about that. Something's got caught in my throat. What is this? Hold on. I'm going to get a swig of kombucha. It's, uh, so you're, you're not supposed Ugh. you're not supposed to eat the chicken wings. You're supposed to just wing it on the show. I didn't. I didn't. What are you I, doing I pulled, with chicken wings if not eating them? I, I pulled a lunar. I forgot the uh, steps on how to drink water. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that. I, I yeah. Hmm. Anyway, but Phasmagora Flower View Fant- coming. Phantasmagora. Phasmagora. Fan- Phantasmagora. A flower so, view. Okay. I've already addressed this problem <laughs> in, in, in look, the small look. portion of documents that we have later on. Yeah, look, he did not have a fun time with phantasmophobia. We we've had a guest on called named his name was Phantasma. It's Phantasmagoria. Goria, a flower Phantasmagoria, view should be pretty easy. There you go. There you go. Is going to be on uh, Steam. Yeah, go. I was going to say, um, I'm excited. wondering if they have net play or at the very least, um, remote play together, like, um, keep my head at If you, if you have not used remote play together, it is probably, it's, 
it's probably the best way to do it on this game, to be honest, because that's how a lot of people get around a lot of stuff um, where it doesn't it has local co-op, but doesn't have online. Yeah. Remote play together is actually not half bad. Yeah, it works uh, surprisingly well if you, you know, if you aren't as so long as you're not living under a rock with, uh, you know, dial up or whatever. <laughs> Which uh, that could uh, very well be DMJ, given how he sounds. Uh, so according to, uh, oh, I see what's going on. <laughs> oh, no, there I'm watching the, I'm watching the little thing mm-hmm. on my, on my steam deck. Yeah. And it's like, it's now turning into like a waveform. And then w- windows update decided to just kick back in again. Oh, hello. Oh, thank you. Collapsed. But, uh, yeah, uh, game will release April 25th. So eight days. If you guys want to pick it up, uh, I don't actually, you know what? I want to know from people out there, is it to get the English updates for the uh, Steam copies of Toho? I don't know if they're any different than the regular CD copies. Um, I'm sorry, what? If the game itself is different? How? What do you mean? No, I'm just like, like just patching in, uh, patching oh. in the uh, English uh, update. I, I mean, that time will tell, right? It's... Uh... If it's it's a, if they it's, are the same. If it's similar to how the game was structured on a CD, then I imagine it's probably a fairly straightforward affair. But I don't really know because I'm I've never tried to patch a, a Toho game. So, oh, there we go. Yeah. Somebody down there uh, says that you can just use the normal methods. Yeah. Uh, to patch in an English stuff. Like, cool. So when that pops up, I'll add that to my library so I can start putting official Toho titles in my library. Because right now I have a good chunk of them not in my Steam library, like externally on a flash drive. You know, it's funny that Wanamingo says that because Windows Update does have a sort of peer-to-peer functionality that is supposed to make it easier to, or like faster to download it from folks more local to where you are uh, and be less stressful on Microsoft's servers. But yeah, um, I've not actually been able to figure out how to turn that off. So I can't you can't turn it off. It's like I've tried it several times. It's called delivery optimization. That's the thing that's popping up in taskbar telling me that it is uh, Windows update. If you try to turn it off, it just still does it. And everybody I've talked to on the Windows forums and everything says, yeah, that toggle just doesn't work. You can't turn it off there. They're saying, yeah, folks in chat are saying there's an option to turn it off, but DMJ is saying, sure there is, but it's not. It, it's like it's like the elevator closed door button. It's like it's a it's a dummy button. It's just a placebo. It's not. It doesn't <laughs> actually do anything. Yeah, like if I ha- I currently have that tab off. I'm looking at it now, but it's under delivery optimization. But then I go over here to Task Manager, top using thing on my network, network ser- uh, service host, network service delivery optimization, using 19% of my network. Some elevators, so some elevators do flat bartender. That's true, but I mean, that where the button works. But a lot of a lot of the buttons are just they don't do anything. It's just to make it feel like it, it it's doing something. It's a it's a it's a power thing. So that way you could be like, no, I'm the only one in the elevator, and it really just doesn't work. And now you could be like, man, that person was faster than me. And the button just doesn't work. Yep. But yeah, so uh, there's that. 
Toho 9 coming to Steam. Uh, so now let's try to get to some of these fan games because um, I winged it on these notes. That's good. I, I, in, 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 the, in the spirit, spirit. of it. Exactly. You got so, it. So this first one, Toho Silver Night Festival, Freedom Train. Freedom Train. Freedom Train. Uh, my literal notes for this is released. Uh, it's coming soon. Involves trains and Toho and Donmaku. And other than that, this page is no help. Yep, so this is one of those games we'll probably take a look at once it's actually released and available on Steam, whether that's a demo or the actual game itself. But uh, yeah, this one is still... In in 2022 at some point, that's really... The date is literally just the year, so... The art leaks looks cool. Um, Other than that, I have no clue what this is. Yeah, there's a little, so, uh, there's a little, uh, like, Horai doll swinging a, a jo- Yep. what is that called? Anyway. Uh, it's, a uh, uh, a javelin? I can't remember the medieval term for it. Um, so... I think it's the, just called javelin. Yeah, yeah, the next thing you put in here is an interesting, uh, crossover? This one? I ha- <laughs> So, Soho Higurachi versus Toho Universe. It sounds like, Mar- like okay. So imagine this. They based on the title. If you are a fighting game fan, imagine what this is. This is like Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, oh but gosh. Higurashi versus Toho. <laughs> but the best part is the co- in the in the in the little blurb they says 90 style 2D fighting action in which real life men fight in cosplay. So this is done in the style of OG Mortal Kombat. Oh gosh, um, this this image says everything you need to know about this game. The the character select <laughs> screen. The so, character select screen is so beautiful. so so you have you have Rika, which is a character from the Higurashi series, and then you have Marissa, which is a character from the Toho series. <sighs> uh, yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't you dare say just moving on. This thing is <laughs> hey. 18 playable characters uh. with 18 stages. Of course there's BGMs. Like they went all out and this is uh, absolutely amazing. And the fact that it still also supports remote play together means you and your friends can play on this game. Also, this is probably the first time I've seen a game on here that says minimum requirements is Windows 98. Oh. It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh it literally spans the entire gamut. Minimum Windows 98, 2000, XP 7, 8, and 10. So. Pentium 4. Pentium 4. It can run on a Pentium 4. Okay. <laughs> One gig of RAM, Windows, Intel HD graphics. So integrated. Bro, only a gig in size. I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm excited just for these minimum specs. The fact that you could run this thing on a Pentium correct. 4. I have I have four Pentium 4 PCs sitting in my storeroom right now that I Land just party? bought. Land so party? I quit. I, yeah, that was what it was for. We were all playing Halo CE on it. Uh, HTF Cherno apparently was on the road and pulled over to the side of the road just to tell us the following. In nearly all elevators, the close button is wired up to a controller. However, the controller can be programmed to either do something with it or not in normal operation. However, 
When in the inspection mode, independent service mode, and fire mode, the close button does indeed work and is functional on nearly all elevators. So, congratulations. So, what he's saying is that it's a functional button, but it can be programmed to do nothing. <laughs> it's a functional it button. It functions. What is its function? Do nothing. nothing. <laughs> It can be in its normal specifically nothing. It's like the button itself functionally works, but it can like the, the the signal as a result of that, the reaction can literally be don't do anything. But if you're obviously <laughs> if you're servicing the elevator or, or what have you, then yes, that button works. Okay. The more so, the more you know, I suppose. The more you know. Yeah. And uh, back oh. to back to games. <laughs> <laughs> games. Um, what was our next game? This next one, which actually looks like something I might pick up. Yeah. Uh, this Toho Imbuseki of Dawn. I think it's what it's called. Recreation. I think I got it. I think I have it. Yeah. I did it. Toho Imbuseki Ayavria Dawn Recreation. So, the way that I, I couldn't figure out what exactly this game was so i had to go into the reviews and what everybody says it's the ultimate friend ending uh game where you combine monopoly with 100 orange juice yeah it's kind of got that that 2.5 uh, sort of isometric angle so yeah the same sort of angle is in 100 orange juice but uh as far it's as with monopoly it, um, yeah, kinda. Uh, are there? Is there it's, more than? It's got a story. Yeah, is there yeah. M- it says, "Once upon a time, a mysterious crystal fell into Kitsokyo. Weird things happened, but this time, not throwing Don Mako at each other. Re- uh, not throwing Don Mako at each other. Rimu, used her. Use your head. I mean, if you have enough money, why not settle those annoying problems by just thrusting money to the man behind all of these? Well, then, it's." Damn good idea that Rimu pay that that let that Rimu pay. Actually, she did pay. What is going on? There's only one thing I know. She earned all of those monies by doing real estate business. I, I can't tell if he's reading or if he's like. Hmm. I'm reading it. Okay, I'm reading it. <laughs> that is literally what it's translated to. Oh gosh, what is what is what is this image? Can I can I get this? In? Hold on. Feel like we yeah, need- you're talking about the bo- the image at the bottom. Feel like we need. Yeah, I was uh, like, that's an emo. It's an, it's that's an, a emo that probably would have been on this channel. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's fun. Uh, there's a <laughs> but, lot of neat little illustrations but, in this yeah. one, if nothing else. Like the the, the style is a little bit, you know, kind of retroy, but the the illustrations, the like the card artwork and stuff like that is is actually really neat it's it's clean it's well done looking so that's cool it looks it looks fun it looks fun everybody says it's a lot of fun and it's got mixed reviews because apparently like the english translation is not super good which it just got that's the whole reason why it's here this released back in like november but this month it got a full release with english translations land pvp co-op land co-op uh remote play together i think it even has online play now i think somebody said at least it the reviews dmj I'd, I'd like to interrupt your line of thought to bring you uh, bring your attention to the fact that that, that is basically just a yuyuko automaton it's 
Speaking of which. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on one second. Why'd you tell him? That? He goes to fetch the thing. Why'd you tell him? Well, because I know he has one, so he's probably gonna go grab it now. Oh, I wouldn't. I messed up and hooked one of my. I routed one of my Wi Fi things through. Or not my Wi Fi things, my Ethernet things through. I have started yeah, something. I have an automaton. Mm-hmm. I have an automaton. Yep. It sits right here. Uh, let me flip it on see if it's Hold on. It should, still works. Should I, uh. Sh- should I, uh. Oh. There it is. Okay, go, go. Turn it down. No, no, go, go. There you go. I have one. Very nice. And that's basically what it is. Cool. <laughs> I have actually two. I have a small one, and then I have the big one that actually you could plug it in straight to a mixer. <laughs> Oh wow, that's that sounds pretty fancy actually. <laughs> it's got like a strap on it. It's massive. It's about the size of like um a clarinet. Hmm. It's huge. Yeah, I can imagine. For an automaton. It's been sitting over there. It's probably the first time it's been able to uh be played in like years. And I remember at one point I was like really wanting to learn how to actually play this. Mm-hmm. But then it required learning like deeply learning music theory and then learning how the little slide bar works and uh there's no frets on it, so Yeah. It usually begins and ends with it's a joke instrument. It is a joke instrument, but it's a great joke instrument. And if you don't have it bought one yet to annoy your friends and band, uh please buy one. And just a, it's it's a good investment if you're a band kid, uh just annoy your friends. It's great. Uh, but yeah, this game, I might go and uh, pick it up just to, you know, play it. I mean, I'm a big Monopoly nerd. Like, people don't know. Like, I owned several Monopoly sets back in the day. I had, like, the Millennial two, uh, one. I had the Star Wars one. I had the Lord of the Rings one when the Lord of the Rings one first came out. I had the classic one. I had three different classic ones. I had the, like, a original like 1980s version of monopoly i had another one which was from 1993 when i was born so i had a i have a lot of monopoly sets i'm a monopoly nerd so i'll check this out actually add to cart oh wait i'm on that version of steam oops uh, okay i'm on the web version of steam i need to go to my yep. actual steam thing it's, uh, that's that's how you know it's like when you're in a, a vr environment you're like ah oh, yes i forgot i was here you go to pull out your wallet, and you're like, it's in my hand, but it's not in my hand. I feel it in my hand, but I don't see it. What's... Oh, that's right. I've got a VR thing on. Hmm, hold on. Let me just, you know, move this over You don't here. know how many times that, that was, like, a thing when I was playing VR. Yeah. Where it's just, just like, I'm trying to do things, and I'm going to... Man, I... Actually, I had the opposite happen to me. Hmm. I've had the... I had a, 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 a experience when I first started working at Ford when I had my, I was playing VR like a lot. Yep. And I went to work and halfway through work, I completely disassociated from reality. And I thought I was playing VR. So I was trying to put things like on the truck as if I had the controllers in my hand because I was pl- up late playing like vr all night long it sounds like you were playing job simulator and then you went to your job and tried to play more job simulator no actually it was uh at the time i was playing almost exclusively um i can't remember what it was called but it was like hollow point or whatever where you had like oh yeah um uh narrow and you had to shoot targets Mm -hmm. and then i had uh, audio shield 
And those are the two games I was playing all the time. And yeah, very, very, very like jarring experience to be like, wait, I'm not in VR. Yeah. I mean, I can see Audio Shield is uh, definitely a a calmer game compared to Hollow Point. Hollow Point is one of those things where it doesn't matter what the resolution of your screen is, you're moving so quickly to react to certain things and looking around for objects and stuff that you don't have time to think about that. You are in the environment, you are in the moment, and you've got a thing to do in that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty insane. Um, Especially when you play that game and you're having to, like, have you ever done the stuff where you're like, light, like you start dropping to the floor because things are shooting at you? And uh, you have to shoot up and stuff. That's where I. That's like the level I got at. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't played that very often, but um, I'm pretty sure the last time Hollow Point was opened uh, on my account was when my dad tried it out, and watching him play, like he he did like a couple rounds or something, and then after he was done, um, I it. He was, I mean, like physically exhausted just about. Like, it's a very demanding game in that way, which is, of course, it, VR games just across the spectrum vary in, in terms mm-hmm. of how active you need to be to do a thing, like Beat Saber, for example. Again, it, ranging from easy to insane difficulty, uh, completely different experiences on those ends of the spectrum. But Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's really weird. It's it's strange when you play games like uh what was the other one where you had to pick up and grab stuff? I think it was like um uh uh onward. Onward was it. It was right before it was before Pavlov was out. Mm. And you had to like physically manipulate a gun. And I think that was what actually kind of like got my brain kind of messed up because it was the whole having to use buttons to grab something and then move it and like it was to the point of like where I thought the gloves on my hands were VR, like the VR hands. Oh. I think that's what triggered it hmm. because you wear, I have to wear gloves at work. Yeah. And when you have those gloves on, it's like, it's gray. It's like this gray glove and it looks like something that would be in a VR game where you use to grab and pick up um, almost like kind of like bone works today. But it's so, it was so jarring. It was like the most jarring experience of my life where I sat there and I was just like, <gasps> Like it was like almost like take like you had to take a breath. He was like, "Oh, I'm here." Ah, uh, but yeah, yeah. How did we get to this conversation? Um, <laughs> we were at the end of our Steam game list, and then, uh, uh, uh you, um, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wing it. We wing it. Yep, that is that hey, is it. Back- Fun fact, I'm, I'm looking at whatever, uh, I don't know if a lot of people here uh, use Google Docs a lot, but um, my favorite thing is sometimes when I look up and it says who made the last edit and it just adds a, 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 a animal and it just says, your edit was made 34 minutes ago by a anonymous squirrel. Yep, that is what it sounds. So uh, thank you to the creative squirrel for contributing to our document this evening. Uh, the... <laughs> reason why we are winging it is because the wildland animals keep editing our documents so we can't effectively use it this evening uh so we're just winging it yeah yep it's uh you know we have too many too many squirrels in the system 
Um, we've we've evolved above uh, above bugs. They're now just evolved into full on critters. There's squirrels now in there. There's chipmunks. Getting a little squirrely over here. I'm just I'm like, what? What <laughs> do you get to a classification in programming where like an actual like problem with a program is no longer considered a bug? It's considered a critter. <laughs> no. It has it grown beyond being a bug. <laughs> Yeah, it's just now, it's now a full sport grill and critter. Like, you're going in, he's like, man, we have to squash these bugs. Bugs, dude, we have full on squirrels in this code. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, I found a rodent over here. We got to do something about this. <laughs> That's when the code becomes sentient and edits bugs into itself. <laughs> Ma, the cat's back. There's, there's just so many animals in the system, we don't even know what to do with them. Oh my gosh, it's a critter. It's a critter when it's a bug, you, but yeah. you can't do anything, so you just have to build everything around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, we literally had to code around it. If we removed the bug, everything collapsed. <laughs> it's, it's like, a bug is a cornerstone of your code. <laughs> ah, man. Speak- that just sounds like, uh, it just sounds like how 90% of the games being made now are like... Speaking of uh, Lovecraftian creatures making their way into uh, your 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 next programming project, let's go ahead and drop into our next song here from Quintet titled Lovecraft. After that, something from uh, looks like Sync Arts, and we'll return a little bit after that against Zoic Radio Live number 115.
Again, so here we go live number 115 this evening, Lunar DMJ and Zara. And you know, DMJ, what is peaches and cream if it's not just fruity soup? Oh gosh, <laughs> fruity soup. Fruity I was soup. making a, I was making a joke because I, I know the uh, the artist on this album is named Fruity Soup, and I was like, Fruity Soup is when you let. Uh, let fruity pebbles or fruity fruity fruit loops sit in the milk too long yep and then it's it's not cereal anymore it's just fruity soup yep what is yeah you're right dang what in the world are you open (laughs) i see there's a line in the document now that says i opened the document are you happy lunar yeah it took you long enough (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well it's at the very bottom and uh, i'm supposed to be winging it so i'm not using the document the one time that whatever i'm not even gonna go there yeah thank you zara i am happy i'm very happy about that you're welcome awesome all right uh so uh i got a new chair you got a new chair i got a new chair okay i'm so happy i don't know i don't know if i posted it General, is it my old chair is falling apart is this going to be your like battle station at this point basically it is um so i bought like an 80 dollar chair like back in 2013 2014 and it was like a, an office chair from my buddy at staples who was when staples was going out of business and he sold me a chair for like 80 bucks okay and so i was like yeah that's my chair but it had like this really like awful like fake leather yeah, and after a while, it started flaking off and getting everywhere. I've I've known that everybody on in the that was eighty dollars. I mean, I've <laughs> I've had chairs like that. I know exactly what that's like. Yeah, it's awful. And so I went from an eighty dollar chair 
to a pretty little a chair. A what? To a thousand. A thousand <laughs> okay. Uh, a thousand. Thousand dollars. Chair, and uh, it is a, a Monster Tech MCS. I think it's called. It's not a gamer chair. I don't buy gamer chairs, but this is a gamer chair. Um, in the sense of it looks like an office chair. Uh, yes, it's got a high back on it, like a gamer chair, but it doesn't look like a gamer chair. It's all leather. It, it's an office chair with black, with red, red and black accents, and costs a million dollars. Because it's a million dollars. I don't like this. Yes, that is that is how much the chair costs. Hold on, I'll see if I can find a picture of it. Uh, there's all the stuff from. Um, place which that's another thing that happened while i'm currently getting this picture of this chair up we did place yeah we did, we talked about that a little bit uh what we was talk- it during during the meetup though right yeah during the meetup yeah oh man that was a yeah we you can check out the meetup which will be up uh soon if it isn't already but um yeah r slash place the thing that happened 2022 Ugh, that was an experience um, I was minding my own business and frankly swamped with a bunch of other things I had to do, uh, not station related, unfortunately. I would have loved to have spent all that time on that, but, uh, you know, and then in the middle of all that, DMJ is like, hey, you, you want to place pixels down every five minutes? That's a thing that everyone and their dog is doing right now, and it's only going to be up for a little while. So I was like, eh, I can, I can spare like 30 seconds every five minutes. Sure, whatever. And as it turns out, there were a lot of people doing this a, a, like a lot a lot so yeah i'm posting up pictures of the chair now and uh in general but yeah uh the chair is pretty sweet um i didn't get to use it for place unfortunately um but yeah um i'm sorry i I, g- I blanked for a second did you say you you weren't able to get your chair on r slash place unfortunately no i wasn't that's, able that's, to that's, use that's, it for that's what i heard place. I was like, you wanted to, you like your chair so much, you wanted to immortalize it on our slash place. Got it. Actually, right now I do, because <laughs> what this specific chair, the Monster Tech chair is, is it's a chair I can mount my HOTAS system to. Mm. And I currently have, uh-oh, that, that is loose. Ah, yes. The DMJ speaking to his wall mode. Got it. Yeah. Um, luckily, I have my tools here for it but my chair has mounts for my throttle my stick and that picture's not supposed to be sideways and my mouse i didn't realize that it it was one of those things that actually had a space for like a like an actual uh cockpit type of um configuration that's interesting no it it straight up does and um the best part about it is i have um there's a keyboard one that's supposed to come with it because I know that you you had talked about this some time ago where you're like, yeah, I basically Velcro strapped my Hotas to my chair and it was not supposed to be like that. You got a chair that's actually meant to do things like that. Yes. But, so, but in much nicer terms. It wasn't really Velcroed. I had two face amounts mounted to I mean, the a, um, to like the arms, like bolted. That's pretty and metal. And then I... I then like took command strip with velcro and velcroed everything to it basically yeah. but yeah i did essentially velcro it but it wasn't like entirely velcro mounted mm-hmm. uh, that's better that's better for my my throttle was coming loose but 
ne the next thing that comes with it so like if you could see the pictures i have uh at least the bottom one the picture you could see the mouse kind of mounted to the the chair mm -hmm. well the keyboard there's a part for the keyboard that mounts to the throttle side that comes out and over like a high chair where the keyboard goes so my keyboard would then leave my desk and go onto the chair i can then take my monitor move it forward and move my mixer i don't know if you could see it in that picture but it's like hidden underneath the monitor a yeah, little bit over there on the right side it's actually it's kind of sitting it's actually that's sitting actually more to the side of the monitor than underneath and that will go where the keyboard is so that's all sitting in front of me hmm. so that because that will alleviate an issue where, as you can see, the spaghetti that has grown on behind my monitor there, there's a worse spaghetti underneath that of worse. audio cables. Worse yeah. spaghetti. But they're all like at super high tension where if like I bump my mixer, it partially unplugs the microphone. And oh. then I, I get mono. Mm. <laughs> so, Did you get mono? That's terrible. Wow. So, so what I have to do is then if I move it closer, I can actually keep that connection stable, like actually in the port fully and locked and we'll be fine. Yeah, it's, uh, whew, it's bad. But as you could tell, that is my, that is my battle station. Yeah. So, I mean, it's more like you have, this is a, it's a chair, but it's also a system. It is. And I'm locked into their ecosystem too. <laughs> course you are <laughs> i'm 100 locked into the ecosystem yeah. but it has a bunch of cool stuff on it where like i can mount a collective where this arm is so if i want to do helicopter stuff it's there um it's got a bunch of stuff i can actually what's really nice is i don't have to rebuy any of the main mounts if i get a new hota system all i have to do is buy the rebuy the plates for the mounting so if i decide to go verbal i can just like pull off the plates and put the verbal plates on and mount all my verbal stuff to there. And I don't know if you guys can see, but there's a cutout in the center there, right on the seat. Mm -hmm. That's what I was talking there's about a, earlier. There's a stick that comes out from there. Yeah, you can get a you can get one for a stick. So I'm planning on if I my like my dream is to get the uh, same setup that Operator Drewski has, oh, which man. is the whatever the verbal setup is. You know that those Everybody. those go for like actual simulator prices better than most the simulator prices out there now because they're such a small company at the moment mm. like not a lot of people are people are buying from win-win and stuff like that and thrustmaster those prices are high but verbal has always stayed at least consistent so i mm. at least know i'm going to be getting in when it's get but, it now before the inflation hits even yeah, harder than it already has and but that's eventually that's my my whole thing is i want to get like Man. thing so my stick can sit in the middle and I can fly planes with that and then I'm going to convert this right side to have panels on it for flip switches and stuff like that eventually down the road but yeah that is that is my new chair and I'm so happy to go from my old chair to that chair mm. it doesn't it feels it feels nice it's nice and solid I can I was telling Lunar before the show I feel like I could throw this thing off the Grand Canyon <laughs> and the frame would be intact yeah True that. Took it six months to get here, pretty much. Wow, man. Or not even, not even. It was, I ordered it January 1st. Yeah, that's hmm. still, still a good while to get a chair, but I also, having looked at getting a chair, what was it, before, not, not this last holiday season, but the one before that, 
I was looking around at chairs during the summer, and like everyone was like, I don't know, two months out or something. Yeah. Just because there's, I mean, at the time, of course, it was a couple of years back. There was such demand for it. A lot of folks wanted to. Up, I mean, this was again like during the time when people wanted to upgrade their their home offices and stuff, and so everyone wanted office chairs, like really good quality office chairs, the kind that I was looking at. So, man. Up, oh, found it. Found my found my exact chair. Here we go. Copy uh, and uh, paste. If anybody is interested in the one that I got. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It's kind of cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it's it's an office chair. <laughs> it doesn't look like a gamer chair. Hmm. Yep. So. We got a chair. You got Steam Deck accessories, but still no Steam Deck. What are the accessories that you got? So I ordered from Dbrand like a while ago. I ordered mm. um, the like the grip uh, or whatever. It's the it's the Project Kill Switch. Yeah. And when you ordered Project Kill Switch, what they didn't tell you is the tempered glass does not come with it Mm -hmm. so i ordered the tempered glass but the tempered glass was coming out before the actual project kill switch comes out so i'm sitting here and i get a package because i'm waiting on my halo uh encyclopedia to come in and Mm -hmm. i'm like oh it's my encyclopedia every day i'm like it's my encyclopedia coming in and then i get a package and it's like in this black wrap and it doesn't look like it looks like a book but it doesn't look like an encyclopedia and i open it up and it has a steam deck logo on it and it's like uh oh what is this and then i open up it's dbrand sending me my uh uh tempered glass panels that will be going over uh for my uh display on the steam deck so it's kind of like a screen protector and so i feel like dbrand is mocking me that i still don't have my steam deck yet oh that's something that they would do they would and uh, I get, I hear about it every day. I hear about it. I hear about people not get like my girlfriend's dad got, is getting his before I get mine. Yeah, I remember that from last live show. And I'm very that. upset. <laughs> I'm very upset. I want my I want my Steam Deck. Yep, yep, indeed. Let's see. We got we talked about Bandcamp. That was something I wasn't really planning on, but. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, um, one other thing that we're working on, or we've been kind of working on behind the scenes, we've mentioned a little bit as well. Uh, along with the fact that news are up on the website, if you want to take a look at those, uh, through our forums, which are also public now, um, pretty sure I've mentioned that before, but reviews are part of that equation. And DMJ has been working on them for some time now. We still need to talk about exactly what the cadence or the schedule is kind of like around mm-hmm. uh, on that front, but it all it all sounds very I don't know plan E on a show where we're not supposed to really plan anything. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, reviews will be coming. I got one in the pipe, ready to go, and I'm waiting on. Um, there's a write up explaining what's been going on with reviews and how reviews are going to work in the future uh, that is going to go up at the same time as that review so that way everybody kind of gets kind of like caught up on what's going on and and also kind of uh, gets everything kind of like in order for people who want to know what's going on especially when it comes to 
uh, how I feel about reviews and what things are going to happen going forward uh, with maybe experiments with them and stuff like that. Um, I can say that probably one of the first experimental reviews is up next. Um, it's not like super outlandish, but the idea is you know we have a lot more ways for us to listen to toho music now and there is something very specific that has popped up on spotify recently Mm. so i am going to review not only the first spotify album on there it's going to be the first full-fledged compilation album of possibly many that are going to be in the future and i'm going to be reviewing it more on the uh, more on the front of whether or not somebody should pick it up versus the original album if they're only like into um this one this one segment um there are some like why would you buy this compilation album over buying this album you know Mm -hmm. and i'm going to explore those things a lot because i do find some merits of these compilation albums but sometimes i feel like they're not really worth it in my mind so i kind of want to steer people to where um uh, where they should go. If I want to get a little ahead of myself here, let me currently go ahead and pull it up so I get this right because I'm not 100% sure on the name of this album. But uh, there we go. I will be doing Hatsune Tomiko's History Begins vocal collection. That's the one with all Ark Brown on it. Yep. And what's. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. What kind of draw me to this album was each and every single song that got a Art retreatment. Brown was on it. Well, that and the fact that every <laughs> yep. single song got a retreatment, which so this is kind of almost like a remaster, almost, but not really. They kind of just adjusted a lot of stuff from the original master, and sure. I'm gonna take a look at it and see whether or not, hey, is actually these new versions of the songs worth it versus the old versions? Which means I have to go listen to all the old versions of the songs. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got a My Kaze album that's kind of like that too, where there's a lot of um, like re they, they redid the the songs, and I can I can tell like not even listening to them side by side that like the newer songs are brighter, some of the instruments are they just sort of shine through a little bit more and stuff like that. Yes, I was I was gonna say that, and there's 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 a lot more that goes into it. Um, I don't know if you really catch the vocal stuff, but there's a lot of little vocal things that are going on there. Mm. Um, that I'm going to talk about in the review. Um, I just have to go sit down and do the new version of notes I'm going to be doing, um, which is going to be a little difficult because that means I have to go find all the old versions of the song, listen through those, and then do the notes with the new versions of the songs and compare the two back to back. Oh, all right. Fair enough. So yeah, reviews are happening and they're going. I think uh, the this new one is going to be going up and that one should be Colors by Atoma, uh, Alice's Emotion, sorry. By Alice's Emotion. I was waiting for Atomus Records again. I was, because I have so much. I have so much, and I'm trying my best to not jack up uh, these pronunciations, but you know what? I We're winging it. We are. We're, it, do we have a wing it counter in chat? How many times have we said wing how, it? How, how many times? I don't know. It's a... Uh... One, one for every time you ripped off a wing in DCS. Yeah. Oh gosh. Is that is that really what that that is? You say how many times you wing you something. It's a... The number of wings that have fallen to the ground from like mid-flight. Yeah. Uh, 
I like how you put weather in here. Yeah, it's a winged topic. You had you had like so. How about that airline food? I mean, weather. I mean, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I mean like <laughs> it's a little ironic we're talking about it now, but you had some stuff that happened not that long ago. Yeah, I don't know if Zara was watching it on the news, but I had to shelter in place because a tornado was like a so mile away, like a mile away from my plant, and it hit my little brother's plant, and it was making it barreling its way towards us. Uh, let me see if I can find the picture and staff of it because it was actually pretty wild. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, I had to shelter in place. It was actually pretty terrifying because, like, the last time we had to do this, the tornado wasn't like super close, but this one was like essentially in our backyard. And oof, boy, was that not fun. That was not fun at all. Um, so there was a tornado like back. Oh, uh, was it? Said it was Thursday? just kind of. Yeah, uh, well, it's the day that you posted this in the channel, and then, what was it, the day before that, I guess? So, yeah, it was pretty wild, because we were we were sitting there, and I'm watching it live on my phone, and I'm watching all these, like, things, and they're constantly saying the entire time, like, this corridor between where our, like, southern Indiana and, like, I guess central Kentucky is, it's like, this this area has not produced anything severe like this entire time and suddenly it hits our area and there's like four tornadoes touched down and we're all sitting there and i watched it as like as every everything was happening so i get on my phone i'm watching everything on my phone and then my phone pops up say hey weather emergency uh tornado warning for the county i'm in and at the time my dad who's the crew manager of the plant i work at he was literally right next to me as the because uh, I was sitting on one side of the, the plant covering something while he was taking care of a breakdown and he looks down at his phone gets a phone call almost immediately as he looks down then he gets a radio call and then he makes another radio call and then I hear the sirens going off in the plant wonderful like the the plants sirens or the yeah the plant siren we okay. have plant sirens for um emergencies like uh fire or in this case weather because the way our plant is designed there's no way we could hear the sirens right. outside it's, from yeah. in there yeah so uh, we have our own sirens got it and all of our sirens start going off and then i don't have a radio on me but my team leader who's like on the line next to me he's like shelter in place and i'm like uh okay and I don't know if anybody's worked in a factory um, during a, an event like this, but they are your shelter in place areas are designed to kill you the fastest, in my opinion, um, because essentially our safe place was this open, um, this like open aisleway where you have like a mezzanine above your head that where all the heavy trucks go across mm -hmm. next to us is the skids which are these giant i-beams that the uh cabs sit on and roll across they're heavy will definitely kill us and where we're standing is right next to body shop where all the sharp metal is like placed mm. so we're all sitting here like uh-oh and then we're hearing it's not a drill they can see it and we're like, who can see it? It was like, the security guys over at this other lot that we owed across town. 
um, that's not terribly far, but it's like down the highway a bit. Mm-hmm. And is it's it like, like a it's mile co- or something? It's like a mile away. Okay. And I'm trying to get the picture to pop up. It won't. I can't get it from staff over to general uh, for whatever reason. Let me see if I can grab it here for you. Uh, but it was crazy because my little brother, who's working at a plant nearby that place, said it was shaking. Uh, everything was falling apart. And as I'm watching it, yeah, that's the tornado. As I'm, That's like a neighborhood across from where my little brother like works. And as I'm watching it, there's a very distinct... Um, like landmark of highways where two highways intersect and there's a main camera that one of the news outlets was using to kind of monitor this tornado watch this tornado and they had it live on the the ticker that you can watch Mm -hmm. and then suddenly you see the tornado cross heading towards us you see a bolt of lightning and then the camera falls down Mm -hmm. and we're just like oh no so uh then like 20 minutes went by because we had no cell signal anymore and nothing hit the plant. We're like, we're saved. So everything goes back to normal once we were done. So we start working, we're working and we come out from, uh, I guess the portal that is the plant that we work in and all the pictures start surfacing of the damage. And it is like houses with roofs completely ripped off and their fascias completely collapsed. Um, my little brother's plant has extensive root damage. Actually, the funniest part is I got home that same day and my mom's like, I could see my car because my little brother's driving my mom's car after he got an accident back in January. I saw my car on TV. That's wacky. And then my little brother told me today that a uh, light post, like one of those big steel posts, landed about an inch away from the back bumper. We almost had to total the vehicle. <laughs> man i was just like oh my gosh well dang well you you got out of that and uh hopefully that's the that's the closest that ever goes so (laughs) geez uh yeah weather stuff is not i mean you're you're a big weather nerd but at the same time like uh i like to you know read about the weather are you scary see the videos like have some sort of control over my situation but when you're stuck at work that's that's one of those times where you're like well you got to do what they say it's not really in in my hands at the moment yep and that's how it's been and i've been through it once this year already and i just went through it again in a scarier circumstance this time i didn't have a radio to know what happened because last time it happened i was team lead right this time around i wasn't and And that was your team lead like told everyone else you that would have been you in some uh during some nights oh yeah Hmm. yeah all right well uh we are pretty much at the end of our uh two hour block here so if there's anything else you want to get out there before we head out um i guess just mention real quick here a couple things uh i mentioned earlier that we have the uh, Cardinal Remu shirt has been transformed into the red and white Remu shirt. Uh, basically, it is the same exact design. It's just that the shirt, the cloth underneath, is a uh, more of a red hue uh, rather than a um, 
it's rather than a, a darker red as it was the cardinal color as if, as we called it. It wasn't, a, it wasn't really a maroon, it wasn't a brown, it was just sort of a darker red. This one is a brighter red, uh, and that's just because they don't have the other color in stock anymore. Uh, our options are limited. I'll be keeping my eye out there to see if there are any other, uh, you know, if they come back in stock or if there's something we can change there, but um, yeah. I, tried a couple different things with this shirt actually there was um a different brand of shirt that i tried it was um they called it brick color it was pretty similar to cardinal um to be honest but i didn't like the way that the shirt felt uh and also the fit was different it was just like the measurements of the shirt itself were uh quite a bit different than the next level shirts that we originally go or went with so what we're using now are, are bella canvas shirts and the the fit is Again, it's not going to be exactly the same, but it is is much more similar to uh, to Next Level than the other shirt that was closer colored that I tried. Um, mm -hmm. It's just that the trade-off here is that we are going with a different color, so that's it. Uh, they are out there and available right now if you want to pick one up, but I will say this. Uh, very shortly, we will also put up uh, availability for the GR hoodies as well. Uh, I have a couple more samples in the mail right now. So that is a uh, sample. I, I had to resample the American Apparel hoodie because I got the sample. Uh, the, the hoodie itself was great, really comfortable, um, fit well, all that stuff. Um, I like the color. I like the, the placement of the, the lettering on the arm, the sleeve. That, that turned out really, really cool. Um, so obviously we still have that, but the problem was the logo placement was just too low. So I had to adjust the design. It's really difficult to to like it in in the designer on a computer screen it feels like it's way too high up but on a garment it's going to look like it's where it should be so a couple more samples on the way one from american apparel uh which is technically gonna probably be out of stock soon so i also ordered a sample of uh their bella canvas hoodies which basically the largest uh, the biggest difference there uh aside from some color variance is that the drawstrings uh, and the zipper is not white. I think it's black or a darker color that actually matches the cloth of the rest of the hoodie. Um, those elements stood out a lot more on the American Apparel hoodies, so uh, they're going to be overall priced, yeah, I mean, like, one's on clearance, but originally cost more, and the other one is not on clearance, so it's just the normal price uh, in terms of what it costs us to make, so... Um, so whether you get one, whether you're able to get one or the other is just a matter of if they still have the American apparel in stock, which will go out of stock soon. It's a, it's a clearance thing. So it's just is what it is. Um, if, if they still have them and if you want one, I think I'll be totally happy to, to get one, but, uh, you know, to, to put in orders for those, but, um, we are limited by what they have just a, just kind of the sim, the same thing as with the, the, the Cardinal shirts. So. Um, so yeah, all that said, to summarize, GR Logo Hoodies going to be out very soon, probably, I'm, I'm going to say early this week. So if you want one of those other shirts, you might want to hang on to that so you can grab that, uh, along with whatever other item you might want, uh, one of the, uh, the Toho Wet shirts or otherwise. Um, and then I have a third item that I'm sampling that I, it's part of a different project, not the April project, uh, but um, something that we mentioned uh, actually earlier this year. And um, so I'm getting a sample of that. 
you might catch me wearing it at some points but uh as for right now that part is not publicly announced so i'm gonna hold my cards close to me and so i'll you know when the time comes i'll let you know so so there you got it uh there you have it um as far as the april project goes yes still ongoing uh the summary there because we're at the end of the show right now is that it was intended to be released april 1st we got all the pieces in place and then the in the integration part was the last piece and it turns out i underestimated how complex integrating all the pieces is it is when when you get to that point uh pretty complex and it is dependent on a number of factors that i can't be super specific about because it kind of gives away what it is but um there are certain things that can, that can be done by users of the system there are certain things that can happen as a result of the system uh doing a thing so uh once all that stuff is is mapped out implemented tested all that stuff then i'll i'll get it out as soon as i can because i'm honestly just want it to be out there and in front of people so uh, so that is that uh, of course new music always working on new music it's, we're kind of in unprecedented territory we've never had new music out so frequently on the station i think it's pretty much been every month so far this year we've had something new out on the station during live show in the rotation so on and so forth so i've literally got a stack of albums on my desk right now they're all done ingested all i need to do is you know hit a, a few buttons and bam they're on the station so good to go there and that there's much more where that came from so that's gonna do it for me uh after all that for uh we got dmj and zara this has been a show where we winged it. I'm pretty sure it's the past tense. That's that's we don't want to try past tense of any other form of that word. But um, your brief thoughts here as to how this show went compared to some of the other shows that we tend to plan out a bit more. Either one of you. Uh. How do you think fun. it went? That's <laughs> pretty good. Fun. I think it's actually it's fun. Good. Fun. It's actually fun to go back to just like yeah. let's just let's just do it live. Yeah, it 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 is. It really is. Uh, I think over like my my point with doing the show this way was that I I know we have leaned on the document more and more and more as time goes on, and for things like guest shows and whatnot, that's fine. But otherwise, it has gotten a little. I don't know, stale, bureaucratic, whatever term you want to use. Uh, I just want to hop online, hang out with you guys for, for two hours, talk about some station and game stuff, and then kind of be on our way, you know? So that's that's what tonight was. Just kind of a throwback to that, and maybe a wake up for how future shows will go as well. Kind of stepping in that direction. So Cool. Well, thanks for joining me this evening. Uh, for... My co-hosts, DMJ and Zara, I'm Lunar, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Till then. <laughs>